This is the TJ Show. We've got Teresa in Eugene, Oregon on the phone. Hey, Teresa. Hey. Hey, so you heard us talking yesterday about Kenny and how he was thinking about buying a ring for his girlfriend. They're not engaged. He's not planning on getting engaged at the moment, at least as far as we know. And I said, you know, you can't give a ring around this time or any time unless you're getting serious. It's too confusing. And we obviously, we talked to Kenny's girlfriend and it was a whole thing. You have an opinion on it. How do you feel? How would you feel getting a ring and it wasn't an engagement ring? I would love it. Depending on like how we are in the relationship and everything, it shouldn't be like a label. Mm. Yes. Thank you, Teresa. Like, yeah, of course. Like, it's kind of sad. It's like I've, I've been divorced for about a year, and like my my ex, he never bought me an engagement ring or a wedding ring. I actually had to buy my own wedding wedding ring. So him just doing that little show of effort for me, it, that would mean a lot. Hmm. Well, Teresa, I'm really sorry to hear that you're going through that. But how are you doing? Okay, like um, I'm 27 with no kids, but I I still have hope. <laughs> yeah, you know, Teresa, I don't uh, I don't know if you want to hear this from me or not, but the first thing that comes to mind is my wife Jess. She was divorced before I met her, and she was really feeling hopeless at certain moments. She didn't think that life would ever look like it does today, um, and I think she was probably around your age actually, when that happened. She was uh, somewhere in her late 20s. And I met her. We look at life now, and for both of us, I mean, we both have our different stories and our different pasts, but she will say that her life looks totally unrecognizable today, and she's so happy that she's not with the other guy, which is good news for me. Right, right. You made up really well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm sure you're a really special person. In a way, it's like, well, well, I don't know. I can't like justify what you went through and say like, oh, it's a good thing. Cause I, I know you're right, right in the middle of it right now. And, um, but there's hope Teresa, like the way it worked oh, out yeah. for TJ's wife, Jess, that can be there for you as well. And hopefully we can hear that whether it be in a couple weeks or a couple months or in a few years, you'll call us back and say, Hey guys, I'm Teresa. Remember a couple years ago, I told you about so-and-so and like, there's hope there. So just hold on to that knowing that even though you're in a moment right now, it's really dark and hard for you possibly I haven't gone through that but I can only imagine just know that there's going to be more in the future and just be encouraged by that I know life's full of uh, growth and development so I'm pretty I'm gonna I'm gonna find something that's great in, in, that's in, right you know yeah. I love that yes in the producer. meantime just heal girl <laughs> yeah producer Kenny wants to say something Oh, yeah. Go for okay, it. Yeah. Well, I'm certain, Teresa, you sound lovely, and I'm certain someone's going to buy you a collada ring, an engagement ring, and a wedding ring someday in the future. I hope so. That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, Teresa, I, that ring. <laughs> I will. Teresa, thank you so much for listening to our show. Oh, yeah. No problem. I love it. You guys have great uh, content. I love the banter. Oh, oh, thank well, you. We know that in this wild world we're in, where there's content flying at us every second, we can't even like. Kenny goes to bed with earphones in his ear, right? Mm-hmm. Is that right, or is it the TV's the TV on? on? The TV's on. Yeah. yeah, he just constantly has content being injected into his body, and there's a lot of choices, you know, because there's enough to sustain his desires for content. Right. And I know you have those same choices. So the fact that you're here and you're choosing to listen and you've been riding with us now for what three months, he said, that's wonderful. Thank you for that. No, I, I love uh, hearing your guys' opinions or just your, your talking, what's going on in your life. Uh, your little uh, interviews you have with your uh, significant others are really cute. I love those. Thank you. It's just something I've stumbled upon, and I've been listening to you guys for about three months now. Nice. Teresa, <laughs> you have a wonderful day. Thank you for that, and uh, it's so nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. Have a good day, guys. All right, See, we'll talk care. to you again right, sometime. All right, thanks. Bye. 
I have a special affection for people who are either going for their dreams or have already achieved their dreams. I met this woman who owns a bakery. How wonderful is that? Little girl dreams of being a baker one day. And now she's living it. She's doing it. Isn't that so fun, j yeah, What's her name? Tess. Oh, that's awesome. Good for Tess. She owns one of my favorite bakeries in a town called Chad's Ford. It's in Pennsylvania. That's cool. And I just had a little chat with her about how she did it. I feel like there's always something we can gather from these types of conversations. Think about what your dream is. Is it possible? Yeah, it probably is. Been wanting to open a bakery since I was in elementary school, and I'm sure some of my teachers could tell you that I was really adamant about baking in general. It's pretty cool. She was the girl who would bring cookies and different baked goods into class, and it's like, oh, well, of course she's a baker now. I wish I was in her classroom. So I, I know. From that. Me too. <laughs> were you bringing food to class? Yeah, and, oh, all that's the awesome. time. You were that kid. Yeah, and then getting older, I ended up going to culinary school. Five weeks before graduating from culinary school, COVID hit, and then I got stuck here in my childhood home with my parents and my brother, just hanging out and baking. And I was texting with my best friend. She was like, I found this cafe for sale on Facebook. You have to check it out. Wow. See, it's good to hang around people who believe in your dream, too. Yeah. Wow. I was like, why? That's ridiculous. I'm not going to open a bakery. That's crazy. <laughs> See, that's her dream, and she's saying, no, that's crazy. Right. But I came, and I checked out the location, and I just think it's so cute here. And I just decided, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to open a bakery. And we did it, and we're two years in now, and yeah. it's going really good. Two years in, and she's got one of the most amazing bakeries. They care so deeply about the details of every little treat. The people in your life, your friends, your family, was everyone supportive across the board that you should buy a bakery one day? When I was a kid, absolutely. They were like, pursue your dreams, do your thing. I was then, told to be a baseball player, and I'm oh, one of the okay. worst baseball players. So some of these people are lying to us when we're kids. That's fair. That's a good so, point. Okay, as a kid, so you had Maybe the they were lying to yeah. me, but I don't. Yeah. See, it's cool when you're a kid to have a dream, but then at some point everyone goes, eh, well, get why? a job. Why is that, though? Like, why can't your dream become your job the way it did for Tess? Yeah, well, I don't want to be a baseball player. What do you think stops people from going for a dream? I think failure. I think that that's just a really common answer, but people are just so afraid to fail because it's it's terrifying. You can lose so much if you just don't even try. It's much easier to keep from failing. Sometimes that conversation can sound so cliche. You see it all the time. You see it all over social media. Don't be afraid of failure. Mm-hmm. But what does it mean when you're actually in it? When you're actually failing, how do you manage that storm? What I've found is being around people who have walked that path before, having them as a resource, someone that you can openly talk to and have this conversation where you can trust the person and know that they've got your best interest, that disarms those fears almost immediately because you go, oh my goodness, I'm not alone. You're afraid of failure. I encourage you to read about anyone you've ever known to be successful. I'm talking about people that we know, historical figures who everyone's like, oh, Abraham Lincoln or Albert Einstein, they had a perfect path. No, no, they didn't. No one has. And so when you start to realize, well, everyone around me has had some sort of failure or some hurdle to overcome, you go, oh, well, this is a normal part of doing anything that's hard. When you see somebody else do it, it does strip away that fear. Congratulations on doing what you love and having that dream, and now you're in it. I am. Very much so. Very exciting. (laughs) Thank you. I love Tess for sitting down with me. I just awkwardly approached her one day while I was at her bakery. I said, do you mind doing an interview? She's like, yeah, sure. That (laughs) is awesome. some cameras ready to go. It was was very fun. But uh, I was always so happy for anyone who's pursuing their dream or has already achieved it, is living in it. Good for you. It is really fun.
This is the TJ Show. Yesterday, something really special happened. I was walking out of a grocery store, and I was with you guys. Yeah. And the wind was so strong where we were that it blew the hat off my head. And without even thinking about it, our producer Kenny started running after the hat on my behalf. Let me tell you. And it was like seriously blowing. Imagine what a like the pre-tornado looks like yeah, where it things was bad. start like a piece of newspaper whips across your view. That's what my hat was doing. And Kenny just ran towards it and he almost got hit by a car. He ran it was, into traffic. Yes. yes, for this hat. It was a really incredible, generous move of you, Kenny. <laughs> he was and I just want to want to thank you for caring so much about me that you went and did all that work for me. It was my pleasure. I wanted to show off my speed and uh, agility. <laughs> you were quick, brother. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. You were fast. He's it like w- the roadrunner. <laughs> 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 what, what is so great about your day over there? Um, I'm still laughing about this sign that I saw yesterday. I was driving home after the show and I passed a shopping plaza and there's a sign outside that said, I took a picture of it. It says, get that tattoo. Your family is already disappointed. Ooh. And I just like, I'm still laughing about it because every time I get a tattoo, I have about 13, 14 of them or so. I'm not You counting. do? Yeah, I have quite a bit of tattoos. My mom is always like, please don't get any more. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, ma. And that, a couple months will go by. I'll get another one. She's like, please don't get any more. So I know she's disappointed. And then I saw this sign. I thought about my mom. And I thought about, maybe I'll get another tattoo. Well, are you disappointed in me because I don't have a tattoo? No, I don't care. Do you? You sure? Yeah. You want me to get one? No, because they're expensive. And I'm not, I'm not planning on paying for your tattoo. You got to pay for that yourself. No, but I mean, I want to fit in. TJ, you don't care about fitting in and you know that. <laughs> no, but I want to like... Wouldn't it be cool if we were the radio team that, and we were both tattooed and we could like put our arms out together? Like matching tattoos? Yeah. No. Like, yeah. What if? Would you be upset if I started getting the same tattoos that you have? Oh my <laughs> gosh, that would be so weird. We're not the Power Rangers. We're not the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But matching what? stuff. That's but weird. why? What if I was inspired by your tattoos and I was like, oh yeah, I want what Jabo has? No, don't do that. Really? See, that would upset her. I didn't know that about her. That's so weird. I thought she would want to share. No, they're my tattoos. I love the story Jabo tells about how you told your mom about your first. Tattoo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told my mom when I first got my, t- mom, my first tattoo. I sat her down because she was not a fan of me getting any tattoos. And I said, Hey, listen, I'm so sorry. I know that you warned me about this. You want me to drop out of college, but um, I'm pregnant. And she was like, Because <gasps> she had been warning me, like, don't get pregnant. You'll drop out of college. And after she freaked out, I was like, Just kidding. I got a tattoo. And she's like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's not that bad. Oh, good. <laughs> So, yeah, you manipulated your way right into a happy reaction. Kenny, why is today so great for you? You know, I love my neighborhood. And I think if you love your neighborhood, you want to leave your mark on your neighborhood. And I did that yesterday, however, unintentionally. They're doing some, like, sidewalk construction near my building, and... They didn't have it properly fenced off, but I stepped like six inches deep into a big pile of wet cement. Oh, so your foot will be there forever. I I, I think so. Although when I got back, I think they cleaned it up. Oh. So I decided I'd just put a little initials. Your poor shoes. That's what I'm worried about. So what'd you do with your shoes? Did you clean them down? Yeah, they're good. I'm actually wearing the the ones you have on right now? Black ones? Hold on. Back up a second. Did you just say you initialed the cement? Yeah, so when I eventually got back to the spot... (laughs) You didn't care. (laughs) I think the construction worker cleaned up my shoe print. So yeah, I found a little twig and then I marked K-O-B small in the corner of the uh, concrete slab. Your initials? Those are your initials? My initials, yeah. At least it's not a tree. Yes, at least it's not a yeah. tree. So yeah, there's I'm quite the tree hugger. So there's the good news. 
Hello, this is the TJ Show. Hey, TJ, this is Jay. Jay, what's happening? I love you, man. I love, I love you. you, man. Oh, you know what, Jay? You, <laughs> Jay, you called the other day, and uh, after, yeah. as we were getting off the phone, I said, I love you, Jay. And then you said, <laughs> all right, and you hung up the phone. <laughs> and now, mul- multiple days later, you're calling me back to say you love me. And it wasn't even at the end of the phone call. It was right when I picked up. Were you thinking about that for uh, a couple days? I have been thinking about it. Look, I got to explain myself a little bit. I am a recovering alcoholic and addict. Okay, for a long time, over over two decades at least, I was just wandering around. I wasn't living; I was just existing. I wasn't really living. Mm. And there was very few people who ever told me that. I mean, I wasn't hearing that. And so, you know, people I bombed and begged uh, around for a while. My family, you know, didn't want me around because they knew Jay's only here to see what he can get, and then he's gone. Till, you know, nobody wanted Jay around. But now, <clears throat> it took God intervening. Since then, you know, I got into uh, a drug rehab. Uh, I got clean and sober. I've now been clean and sober for a little over 18 years. And uh, I started making better decisions. You know, now I care about myself. Uh, I, I was at the point where I didn't even want to live anymore. Jay, I'm so glad you're here. And isn't that interesting? Yeah. You know, I, I was just saying, I love you almost like as a, all right, see you later. I mean, of course, you know, I love you, Jay. I love that you yeah. listen to the show. Yeah. Yeah. But I, of course, I had no idea about your backstory there. And so oh, that actually I'm meant saying. something to you way more than I could have yeah. ever imagined. Right. I used to not have feelings. I used to not, you know, cry, tear up about anything because I was just numb to the world. But now I have emotions, and I'm in touch with my my feelings, and I, I express them. People might get tired of hearing me express it, but, you know, I try to show the love that was shown to me to get me to where I am today. That's right, Jay. You keep and, expressing them because those people eventually, it will, mend, it will start to work on their heart, too, it, and then they'll start to express those feelings as well. Exactly. My goal is if I can just reach one person today, it's successful. Because they may be going through something I'm going through, or they may know somebody in their family or a close friend or something and, and say, hey, this guy, you know, for 20-some-odd years, he was messed up, but he's got his life back on track. He's happily married. You know, uh, I'm doing better than I deserve. I shouldn't even be alive today. Each day that I wake up is another blessing. Well, Jay, I'm so grateful that you're willing to share your story and that you know the impact that it can have on even just one person. And well, Jay, thanks thank for, you for taking the time to listen. Yeah, no, of course. And, and it's funny, you know, I, we, the other day we said goodbye and I said, I love you. And I'll say it again. I love you, Jay. Yeah. And Jay, you went yeah, for so many yeah. years without hearing the word, I love you, or at least you heard it, but it wasn't registering. And now you hear That's it right. because it, it registers. So we love you. I love That's you, Jay. Right. Okay. Kenny, you got anything you want to say to Jay? Jay, I love you more than TJ and Jay both. Oh, there you go. (laughs) That's not true. I love you most. There you go, Kenny. Love you (laughs) (laughs) This is the TJ Show. Have a great day, Jay. All right. Y'all do the same. Keep doing good work. Late last week, I discovered something inside of my underpants. It was a big shocker. It was concerning, confusing. (laughs) It was a big glob of glitter glue. Gold glitter glue. And I had no idea how it got there. (laughs) 
We discussed it here on the show, and I told you I was going to launch an investigation. I was going to figure out where did this come from. I had an idea of where to begin. I want to know. When I got to work the other day, I found an unexpected surprise in my underpants. It was squishy and it hurt. And I said, why do I have something squishy that hurts in my underwear? Turns out somebody put glitter glue inside of my underwear today. I was perplexed at how such a thing could happen. When I arrived home on that day, I immediately launched an investigation. My first interview was my wife, Jess. How long is this going to be? I got to show you something. <gasps> Ew, what is going on? Look at this. Glitter? You got glitter in your underwear? Somebody put glitter glue in my underpants. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who did this? I did not. This wasn't a prank, was I it? No, not that Tell I know Tell me right of. now. Did they I plan a prank on no, me? No, and I wouldn't let them do that to you. I interviewed my three children from oldest to youngest. It starts with eight-year-old Charlie Jane. Hi. I need you to answer this question very seriously. What? Do you have any idea how gold glitter glue would get inside of somebody's underpants? <laughs> no. Have you ever heard of such a thing? No. <laughs> this confirmed my initial suspicion that my eight-year-old would never do something so low. And I moved on to my middle child, Willa, who is four years old. Willa? Yes? Something went wrong. What went wrong? Do you know what I found inside of my underpants today? No. Glitter glue. Oh. Do you have any idea where that might have come from? No. That's funny, though. I didn't even know when I put them on in the dark. I don't know what to do about it. Well, I'm going to keep investigating. Okay. After Willa genuinely had no idea what was going on, I had a feeling I might get some valuable information from my three-year-old Noah. Noah? Yes? Can you answer me a question? Yes. Have you ever seen glitter glue? Yeah. The glitter inside the glue? You like it when glitter's inside glue? Yeah. I see that you play with it a lot. Yes. What's your favorite color? Glitter glue. I like glitter gold. You like glitter gold? Yes. Did you happen to make a glitter glue glob recently? Mm, yes, I did. What? Yes, I did. You did? Yes. I did. And did you let it dry? Yes. Did you put it in your pocket? No, I didn't. Where did you put it? I put it in the red chair and now it disappeared. Is that the red chair where I put my clothes for the next morning? Yes. And then what happened to it? It just disappeared. Did you say it just disappeared? Yes. Can I tell you what happened to it, Noah? What? It wound up inside of my underpants. Oh. I think it sounds like it was an accident, right? Yeah. I was sad because I couldn't find it. You were sad because you couldn't find it, right? Yeah. Well, I found it. It turns out it was an innocent mistake. Either way, the damage was done on that sticky day. TJ reporting. Oh. I got my answers that I was looking for. Come on. Thank you for listening to this investigation. When you're looking for answers, you'll find them. This is the TJ Show. I feel like I have some great news here, J-Bo. Ooh, I like great news. You know our producer, Kenny, I've been trying to convince him to walk away from the video games... Watch less movies. Yeah, you're trying to kill his joy. Well, no, turn <laughs> the screens off. Mm-hmm. He's got a girlfriend now, and a girlfriend that he really cares about. 
it's very exciting to see how in love you are. Thanks. You guys are doing cute things for each other. (laughs) And I overheard you saying that you haven't had time to play your favorite video game. Right. And it's frustrating you. And I think this is actually great news. Don't take it as frustration. This is amazing, Kenny. Congratulations. You're playing less Harry Potter? Is that what it is? I've hardly played it even since I got it. I was so looking forward to this game as a huge Harry Potter fan. This was a way for me to stay inside the wizarding world. All I want is more Wizarding World content. This game was created, I think, just for me, and I'm having a really hard time playing it. I was catching up with Kenny yesterday after the show, and he was saying that he didn't have time to go to his Harry Potter class in the game so he can learn how to play. And I'm like, well, hold on. First that of all, just sounds so lame. you have to go to video game class to be able to play oh, the game. That sounds horrible. That sounds so well, boring. The game, you get to create a wizard character for yourself and actually go through the Hogwarts, the school experience that Harry Potter himself went oh. through in the books and movies. Can't you just play a game? Like, Can't you just turn it on and play? That's what I would rather do. When it comes to my video game playing, I'm almost exclusively on Mario Kart because it's easy. It, you know, you just do it. You don't have to work to get to where you want to be. I think the guy's growing up. It's really exciting. I, I don't know and about that. He um, sent a message to his friend. And he loves video games. He's trying to seek wisdom. How does he get back into it? Hey, Trav, it's your pal, Kenny. You know how much I respect you as a friend, but more than that, as a wizard. This is a voice message he sent to him. And I was so impressed with how quickly you beat the game Hogwarts Express. It feels like work, or even worse, school. How did you do it? How He's your age? Yeah. In, in his late 30s? He's got some answers, Jay. Mid, mid-30s. You offended well, first- Kenny when you said late-30s. Kenny's whole body just shook. <laughs> well, first of all, you're calling it Hogwarts Express, and the name of the game is Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, he Ooh, sounds... Snap! <laughs> is he uh, in a relationship? <laughs> yeah, he's married. He has a baby. Really? Get out wow. of here. Wow. Good for Travis. Yeah. Nerd's he's got game, too. Still playing? Yeah, he's still playing. The the baby likes to watch him play. It doesn't really surprise me that you haven't gotten very far in the game so far, just based on the way we were in high school. I was in the honors program. I'm a Ravenclaw. I finished the game within the first month of its release. Oh, he's telling people that? He's proud. And I beat it in 39 hours of playtime. And the fact that you're telling me that you think it's all about school leads me to believe that you haven't gotten very far into the game to begin with. Oh, Oh, man, he got before you, Kenny. It's true. (laughs) So, there's lots of really fun things that unlock later in the game, and especially for a Slytherin like you. (laughs) I don't know if you've gotten to flying lessons yet, but flying a broomstick around the Hogwarts grounds is really fun. And the more you play, the more cool costumes and hats and different outfits you get. Oh, yeah, you need those. He knows me so, very well. you know, if you really want to be a true Slytherin, you got to be cunning and you got to be ambitious and you got to finish your schoolwork. I hate to be the one to say this, but I think it's time to abandon your friendship with Travis. No, no way! Man. It's over. It's my best friend, buddy. That's his homie. <laughs> Don't do that to him. Don't go back to the game. Listen to me. Listen to your pal, TJ. Travis is married, and he has a baby, and he's managed 39 hours of playtime. Finished the game in 30 days. You have a girlfriend. Just have her sit next to you while you play it. Oh, yeah. That sounds delightful, j well, She's a big Harry Potter fan. She might not there you go. hate that all that much. This is the TJ Show. I'm working on him. 